Welcome to a guided meditation with boyfriends who banter. Over the course of the next few minutes, Rob and Jules are going to take you through a relaxing moment of peace to ground yourself. So let's get started. Yes, slowly breathe in and exhale. Settle into your body and take a moment to feel yourself in the present moment that we are in. Yes. Ground your feet, plant firmly like a tree that's in a forest. Notice as each toe lightly touches the ground and with each passing breath, I want you to breathe in, feel the breath and breathe out letting go of anything that is preventing you from feeling like a tree. Slowly inhale until you can inhale no more. Feel your shoulders setting in and relaxing into your body and let that feeling run down your arm through your extremities, into your fingertips. Slowly down your spine, lower, lower, to your butt. As you inhale, I want you to expand your stomach, taking all the air and the purity into your body. And as you exhale, I want you to contract your stomach in, getting rid of all of your stress. Feel your legs, feel your knees, feel your toes. Inhale all the bullshit in your life. And exhale the same bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our version of meditating. Clearly, we're not cut we out for this that. at all. This is too much. This is too much. We, we hope that even... it relaxed you for like two seconds. We least. can't even look at each other while we're trying to do this. All right, let's record a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Boyfriends Who Banter, the podcast about boyfriends who are actually fiancés, bantering about life's everyday woes, trying to become famous and make enough money to afford surrogacy and take you all on the journey. In the meantime, let's talk some shit. I'm Rob. And I'm Jules. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you for stopping by. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Enjoy the podcast. Let's do this. So, it's month two, three in quarantine, and we're literally turning into couch potatoes. Slowly but surely, the food in our bellies are just making them expand more and more, and we need to start getting out there and getting active. So we've been doing some neighborhood walks for the past couple of weeks um, to get out there, get some fresh air, get a little active, but it's just been a fun experience, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't know who you're trying to lie to with the last couple of weeks. I feel like we've done it like four times, but thanks. <laughs> Thanks. We're expanding. And I mean, you know, shout out to be blessed and privileged enough to be able to expand at a time like this. Um, Our families, you know, have made comments. I feel like your parents look at us like, what is happening to these two? Every time. 
like every time. And then like, I feel like my family's just like, <laughs> you're, you're fat. So I feel like they're just not shocked at all. They're like, yeah, what's, what's different now? But I think it's at the point where our snacking yeah. is getting out of hand. It's out of control. Our meals are getting out of hand. Yeah. And so we decided to start walking. And I mean, here's the thing. We're not even good at it. So like, just to get, like, don't get it twisted. We're not, you know, drinking some green tea or some water and going out there. We're literally going to get bubble tea. And then taking our large ass bubble teas filled with sugar wow. and milk and walking Why out. are you baiting us out that hard? I feel like we... Because <laughs> facts are facts. We need to be accountable to ourselves. And let me tell you something, okay? If you decide to get a large milky drink filled with sugar, any direction you walk in your neighborhood is uphill. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. It's uphill. The whole yeah, thing's uphill. so true. I don't understand. We take different routes. We go down different streets. We always end up back on the same route, and it always seems to be fucking uphill every which way we go. Yeah. So it, yeah, and it, it, you're just like, I need to get home. I need to get home. <laughs> I know it's been it's been however many walks we've done at this point. I don't know. I mean, it hasn't been weeks. Maybe it's been more than four. Whatever. We barely st- can stand to get the time because we're both still working. So it's like we turn around, and for some reason, we're eating dinner at like eight nine ten o'clock like i don't even know what the hell we do with our days but it seems like by the time we're ready to eat dinner it's so late yeah that's just like a unhealthy thing that we need to work on it doesn't stop us from having a second meal either we just end up snacking later and later it's so rude anyways um but we've actually found it really nice now like just as you know a side point i am not a walker i do not like walking i am a driver i was on transit for many years once i got a car oh, anyone who gets go. a car okay easy <laughs> easy but anyone who gets like a- on transit for like five minutes and then you're like i'm never going on transit ever again i did my years okay, okay. i did my years whatever you say but i also am a very like go 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 person so i find walking hard because i don't have a destination and people are like, do you want to go for a nice walk? I'm like, where? Where are we going? What is the purpose of this? This is my struggle, walk? y'all. This is what I deal with. Yeah, I just end up walking and smoking cigarettes because I'm a bad person. But I feel like it's hard for me to just like center, be in the moment and walk around. Either that or I can take a really peaceful walk and spend the whole time talking about all my struggles and all my stresses. And then it just like kills that tranquility. But we've been making an honest effort and we've been trying to take in the neighborhood because that kind of helps me focus like with my anxiety, my stress, whatever. I find that like, we've kind of made a fun game of it. We've made, you know, just going around the neighborhood and actually discovering because so many people ask about, you know what it's like. I think it's like this for anyone who lives in the city. Anyone who doesn't live in the city is always like, oh my God, like, what's it like here? Where should I go? We don't know our city that well. Like, you know what I mean? Other parts of Toronto, maybe, but like where we particularly live in Riverdale, um, by the damn forth, like we haven't, been these big walkers out discovering our neighborhood so it's been nice to kind of go around and see what's in there um and these little cute pockets and do the like little fake house hunting when you try to convince yourself would we yeah. buy that house it's like million dollar homes literally <laughs> million dollar homes that you could literally <laughs> like lay across sideways and you're the entire length of the house some of them some of them are really big but yeah. But that being said, to like kind of spruce up our walks a little bit, as Rob was saying, we started this game where 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 we wanted to kind of create like a like a bingo card of things that we see on a common basis that happens almost every single time. And we wanted to share it with our listeners. So when they're on their walks and they're there in their neighborhoods, 
Um, maybe some of these are also common in sightings for you and see if you can get the full bingo card. So we're going to name them off. So now it's time for... Neighborhood Bingo. So we're going to name them off one at a time, do a little bit of a description, but there's nine in total. And then there's a bunch of shout outs that didn't make the cut, but we have to mention them because they were such common experiences during our walks. And we're going to share the bingo card with you guys. If you guys see these things, tell us what your bingo card would look like in your neighborhood. Like this is literally just common things that I've seen in a lot of neighborhoods. Yeah. But tag us, let us know and tell us if it fits in yeah, your neighborhood I as well. Yeah, I want to see if people like use it on their walks and just like post it back to us. Be like, this is what I saw in my walk today. That's the hope. That's that's the hope. We definitely want to hear what you see when you go for walks in your neighborhood. And send us ideas because like I said, I'm not a walker. I, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to learn to be in the moment. I'm trying to learn to like find my zen, whatever. So your role. we're going to break down our top nine things that you can pretty much guarantee that you're going to see walking through our neighborhood and probably yours. But we will see. Starting off with number one. One. Number one is that random conspicuous city building. It's got no real signage. It looks like it's part of like a larger park of some sort. But like, is it a community center? Is it an office? Why is it so small? They typically look like these little medium sized like yeah. houses in the middle of a field. I just never understand. What is it? Are there bathrooms there? Why is it there? What is the purpose? Who are there lights on? Is there a window? Is there an office space? Like, what is it? Yeah. Like sometimes it's such a mishmash. And I'm sure people have seen this because it's such a random building. And you're right. It's not usually marked like obviously like something like there's a sign that's like the parks and recreation office like it's never that obvious so and it's, it's like an awkward size <laughs> yeah it's not small enough to be like oh this is where we keep our lawnmower for this particular yeah. park or our tractor or whatever the hell they use to cut the grass don't ask but it's always like some weird size but then you never see like washroom signs you don't see people walking up to it like what the right. hell are these buildings right yeah. So that's definitely number one. Two. Box number two has to go to the random cat just crossing the street. Listen. M- more namely, I would say, the house cat that seems to be just hanging out outside just randomly. This cat crossing the street. Now, I mean, if you're unfortunate, well, depending on how you feel about cats, if you're like me and you're unfortunate, <laughs> it usually leads to see to you seeing like three other cats in which you're like, oh my God, are they going to fight? Do they know each other? Like there's one on this lawn yeah. and there's one over there on that lawn. Like don't even get me started as to whether or not there's other wild animals. Like I just, there's always some random cat. Like every turn you turn, you see like a cat, cat eyes, cat eyes. Cat, cat eyes crossing the street. And you ever notice the ones that are like, parked up in a car a garden like sometimes you'll be walking by looking at a garden and then you'll try not to shriek like a 12 year old girl when you realize there's some big dutty cat sitting there like giving you like stank face and you're just like is that like i can't be bothered to get up and address you or is that like you're about to lunge because i'm interrupting your slumber exactly full silence these cats cats just scare me they're just they're they're just just scary too unpredictable Number three, the fit couple. Ugh. Fuck you. We hate you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you.
You know exactly who you are. It's that fit couple. They're usually jogging or speed walking. They, they're not even talking. They've got headphones in, but they're just together. Their bodies are tight. And you can tell that this is something they do regularly. And they're like the couple we aspire to be. But until we are those couples, fuck you. We hate you. How dare you? They probably have fucking Stop great sex. Stop in our faces. They probably have great sex. Working out generates those endorphins or whatever the hell you call <laughs> right. it. They probably have great sex, great little lives. Everything's just perfect. And they're just running together because they're like really addicted to running. <laughs> Like Under Armour all over, everywhere. You're hot, you're good looking, but we fucking hate you. Number four is going to the overachiever in regards to lawn care. We all have seen them down the neighborhood. They're literally like trimming every single blade with one singular pair of scissors. It's that perfect lawn. It's usually greener than everybody else's. It's more kempt than everybody else's. Yeah. Like there's having a cute lawn, but still having a little bit of organic, you know, growth. No, these are like perfect kept lawns. Hyper manicured. Like as if they're trying to enter them into a magazine. And, you know, let's keep it real. Usually you notice them because no other house around them looks like that. (laughs) And they're just, you're overachieving. Get a hobby. Water your grass and keep it moving. Which leads us to our next one, which is... The trash lawn on the unkept property. Yeah. This is the neighbor that you know doesn't give a fuck about the other neighbors. Yeah. They don't pay no attention to their lawn. It's got some tall ass grass. There may be a tiger hiding in there. (laughs) The whole family may be in there playing and you wouldn't know. It literally looks like Jumanji on the fucking street. Yeah. Somehow it always ends up at least one or two houses down from the perfect lawn care house. But this is just an absolute, like as soon as you walk by, you hear the drums. (laughs) You literally hear the Jumanji drums. Okay. And there's one of them. I would say that's not even a neighborhood thing. That's like an on every street thing. Yeah. There's always that one neighbor. While I don't agree with getting your measuring tape and making every blade of grass match, fucking go out and do something. Just a little little trim. Just a little something. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. Six. That being said, this is usually not far away from that same trash house. But we've seen it many times, especially during these summer months. Like, is this your trash or is it a garage sale experience? Preach. We've seen them on the side of the street. No one's manning them, by the way. But there's like clothes hanging on a fence and a dresser that has all of the drawers opened. Except for one. Except for one. There's, you know, kind of piles of clothes. Like, we've seen these garage sales that are not garage sales, but they're giveaways, but there's no signage. But, like, is this your trash? Are you throwing it out? Is it trash day? Like, all of those experiences where you're just, like, walking by a a bunch of stuff. And sometimes, sometimes it's not even by the curb or by the fence. It's, like, up on their front porch. It legit looks like then they're in the middle of moving yeah. and everything they own is on their front porch. And you're just like, how does no one steal this shit? Right. And is that reflective of your shit is so bad that nobody's willing Nobody to steal to it? it. <laughs> like what? I, but this is the thing. I'm a nosy ass bitch. So it's not even just the fact that I'm like, why does it look like this? I legit want to knock on the door and be like, can I just ask, are you hoping people go through this and steal it? Right. Or are you just too lazy to take it to the garbage? Or are you just going through a moment? Like, just let us know. Exactly. I'm dying to know. Exactly. The next one, number seven, is the house with no blinds. Like, now, what is happening? 
there's like, oh, I like the like tall glass windows or I like, you know, look at literally I can see into your entire house. Yeah. I can see your living room. I can see your kitchen. And like I said earlier, I'm a nosy bitch. You're literally asking me to stand there and look through your house. Yeah. And I'm trying not to. It's not hard when there's there's lights on everywhere. You're walking around and I can see into your house. You're not an are, are you an art gallery? Are you putting yourself on that much display? There was one time we were walking by a house of the same nature and I told Rob, I can see her eating from that bottle of pickles like i know exactly how many pickles are in that jar like it was so clear because and this is all from the street like people do it all the time and i'm always like yeah you are the poster house for a murder mystery or like one of those scream you're auditioning to be in screen yeah like scary movies Uh uh-huh what's your favorite scary movie uh i don't know because your lights are on, outside seems so dark, and right. you're like, the call is coming from inside, inside the house. house. Like, like no shit. <laughs> are you not terrified? I mean, I understand that I'm one of those, like, I would just block out my curtains and be like, nobody like, looking no one here. can see anything. But I'm just like, and actually, note, did you know that when you live in a house, you actually should not close your blinds when you're not home? Yes, I have heard this because because it mimics the idea that you are still at home. But all, no, also because it, oh. people can rob you and your neighbors can't see that anything's wrong. Got it. You actually should leave your blinds open so that if anyone tries to enter your home and steal your stuff, your neighbors can see inside and they'll be less likely to. But the flip side to that is if you come home and your curtains are closed, yeah. you know to call the police and something's wrong. Oh, Okay. You have to remember that you actually close the blinds. Yes, because I would be that bitch that would be in the habit of leaving them open all the time. I would close them once because it's too sunny and call the cops on myself. And that would just be super embarrassing. It would be like, babe, something happened today. Right. But oh, it's usually a good thing that you should do. The next one is our favorite. Our favorite. And I want to announce this one. A DILF. Just a DILF, really. That's all I wanted to finish off with. But a DILF with a kid of some regard. Like, the kid is usually, like, on a bike down the street or playing at the front while the DILF is spraying that lawn down, which we just saw the other day. Like, spray me down, daddy. Like, spray me down. And the best part so is, bad, like, but <laughs> it's for any, first of all, for anyone who doesn't know, a DILF is a dad I'd like to fuck. That's, yeah. like, a hot dad who is yeah. very clearly a dad and he's just gorgeous and stunning. Maybe his kid is like kicking the ball around in the front lawn, but he's sitting there watering the garden yeah. or playing with the just kid. doing and dad stuff. You're literally just like, oh my God. And the best part is you and I can be in like a <laughs> deep ass convo. As soon as we pass a DILF, we're like, skirt. We're like, hold on, pause. Let's take a look at that. We ain't got nothing to say to each other. We just yeah. awkwardly stop the conversation. And by the time we're like four houses down, we just start talking again like nothing happened. Yeah. And then we're like, did you see, see that? that? Yes. Which... Once you're talking about that, it can be really awkward, which brings us to our next one. The sneaky voyeur couple. You guys know this is the ultimate. This is our final one. You know this. This exists in every neighborhood. You're walking down the street. It's an empty street. You're talking some ish. You see a house you like. You start talking about the house and bam, you realize the couple has been sitting on the front porch the whole time. The whole time. 
time. But they're 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 like fence or whatever you call that. That like the bars or whatever. It's too high that you can't you quite see the tips yeah, of their head. Tell it is the. It's happened so many times, and every single time it freaks me the fuck out. Because I could literally, we we could be on the road, just looking and kind of like about to turn to the next house and kind of being like, "Oh, look at that house! Look at that porch!" As we're turning closer to the front of the house, we realize that these hoes were like on our shoulder the entire time, just glaring at us, listening to probably our full conversation and not saying a goddamn word and just giving us eyes. And it is terrifying. It's happened so many times. It's so many times. And especially when you're two houses down from the Delf and you know, they're probably neighbors and know each other, (laughs) but you think you're out of the earshot of the Delf and you're like, was he not so hot? Oh my God. And blah, blah, blah. And then you realize that there's a couple fully sitting there. And here's what I want to know. How come they never talking to each other? What the hell are you two doing (laughs) sitting on the front of your house in dead ass silence? Observing so creepily. I'm telling you, but And then especially when, like, I'm telling you, it's so awkward. And especially if you're talking about their house. Oh, my God. That's happened too many times where I'm just like, look at that lawn. It's so uncamped. Or you say something. Even if it's something good. You just feel embarrassed. You're like, like, you guys didn't say anything. Like, do you like that I said that? Are you weird that I'm here? Like, it just feels very, like, you're not supposed to be there. Because they're just kind of, like, predatory. Like watching you. And you know what happened to me once? Actually, quick story. One time when my dog ran away, little baby Rizzo, when she was young, she ran away and I had to chase after her down the street. And I was screaming her name like bloody murder. Right. I finally get her and I'm walking her back to the park where like we were with her leash and everything. Uh And as I'm walking back, I just hear someone go... Is she okay? Yeah, it was a sneaky voyeur couple that was sitting on their front porch and saw me running, screaming. Like, watch like you a, experience your experience didn't even come out. And literally. <laughs> and then books it when I'm on my way back to basically be like, hope she's okay. Because literally I was screaming at the top of my lungs like a psychopath. <laughs> Ugh, I totally sneaky voyeur couples. That. I hate you people. So that is the bingo card. Again, we got one, conspicuous city building. Two, Random cat crossing the street. Three, fit couple. Fuck you, fit couple. Four, overachiever with lawn care. We got five, a trash lawn that's unkempt. Six, is that trash or is it a garage sale experience? Seven, a house with no blinds. Eight, a dilf with a kid. And nine, the sneaky Sneaky voyeur voyeur couple. couple. Now, here's the ones that didn't make the cut. Whose kid is this? Yeah. Why is there always a random kid, sometimes on a tricycle, and either there's no parents in sight and they're like too young to really be alone, or their parent is like so far away that you're like, bro, your kid could literally run out in the street right now. Like, where, where have you, you been? <laughs> yeah. Unless the kid belongs to the sneaky voyeur couple, in which case, fuck you both. Yeah, exactly. What the hell are you guys doing back there? Then there's, and we've seen this one quite a bit, the I can't park car for some reason. So in Toronto, anyone who's here knows there's a lot of parallel parking. A lot of the neighborhoods, especially like the cute little quaint ones, don't have driveways. And so it's all parallel parking. For some reason, we're always walking and there's a car that's like backing in, going forward, backing in, going forward, getting out, taking a look, getting back in, go back forward, back forward. And I'm always like, 
like, should we walk over and help them? Like, they're really struggling here. <laughs> and I'm always, like, awkward. And then I try not to look at them so I don't, like, embarrass them because I get embarrassed when that happens to me. But anyways, the I can't park car. For sure. The next one is obviously raccoons. It didn't make the cut because I feel like it's such a common experience, especially in Toronto. And more so, I would say, like, nowadays, because, like, the wildlife is out in the city, city, city. And um, so that was one of the ones that didn't make the cut. But raccoons, for sure. Super and that common. could be its own podcast. Like, I literally yeah. did a speech at school about raccoons. Yeah, you have a, a very strong experience. So with, stay with tuned for the raccoon podcast. I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but it's an epidemic. <laughs> I know it's a trigger word right now, but it is. We're like the raccoon capital of the world. The next one, and I feel very passionate about this one, is the creepy kid's shoe. Why is there always a random kid's shoe just laying out and about with no child, no one anywhere? I have so many questions. Like, did the child lose the shoe and walk home without one? Was the kid in a stroller and launched it and mama didn't see? Like, is this a ghost? Like, what is this kid's <laughs> shoe and why That's is it like laying in the middle of nowhere? three, ghost. Yeah. I this one when you wrote it down, I was like, I don't know. I don't think I've remembered that one, but clearly you feel very strongly about creepy child shoes. Trust me, if you have experienced the creepy kid shoe in the middle of nowhere, tag me so that Jules knows that I am not <laughs> that lying. This is actually a thing that happens quite frequently. Next one is the fuck all y'all home. The fuck all y'all home is that modern overdone home yeah. that literally renovates to look like it belongs in like California on like the front cover of a magazine while all the other houses around it are like kitschy and more traditional looking. Yes. This house has no qualms about making all the neighbors feel dated by yeah. doing some trendy weird shape. Maybe the front door is slanted. I find a lot of the times they're like squares. They look like yes, boxes, boxes upon like and it's just they've really outdone themselves. Sometimes they're gorgeous. Sometimes they're hideous yeah there was one that we saw just the other day that you were like i need to run a marathon just to get up to my front porch like the the staircase was like 10 feet up and then you get the front door but it was one of those modern houses it was one of those modern houses and if i if I, that was my house i would have to listen to the rocky soundtrack every time i walked every to time my front you, door yeah. like literally i would get to the top and be like adrian because <laughs> literally who's walking that many steps to get into your house yeah. i bet you i know who lives there the fucking, fucking fit couple. Fit couple. <laughs> Fuck you. We hate you. And the last normal one that's going to get a shout out is the why the fuck are you talking jogger? Yeah. Okay. I was even just talking about this with my brother, but there's always that one jogger that you can tell jogs regularly or is a speed walker. Sometimes it's a speed walker. Yeah. It's like a Karen with a fanny pack and like headphones on, but <laughs> they're always out there doing the most while talking to someone. And my yeah. question is, who the hell is sitting through that conversation of heavy breathing? <laughs> like, can you imagine what the... Oh, yeah. So, anyways, and then I was like, like, who? Who are you talking to? <laughs> that's actually really good. That's are good. you jogging? Because you know that's what it says. That's that's like, exactly so, awesome. and then I told her that yeah. I was really going to call her back, but I didn't. And then, like, who who wants to hear that? That being said, I feel like I do that just while I'm, like, regular walking to you. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not... I mean, like, that's why it sounds so common. Because I literally... You know, some people are listening and are like, that's what you hosts sound like every time you call us. <laughs> I'm like, rude. Yeah, but... That's the regular one. There are a couple that we want to shout out specifically for COVID-19 during the pandemic. Yeah. And like these ones, I just can't. <laughs> like I can't. Okay. Um, the first one, and these are the ones that you're going to see just during the pandemic. The first one is 
that I'm not taking any chances walker. Okay. Usually they're about minimum 10 to 15 years older than you. And naturally you would get out of their way if you were given the opportunity, but they've seen you from about five miles away and they're already crawling up onto the lawn, scaling a tree, throwing themselves in front of traffic, trying to make sure that you don't pass them so that you guys don't both get infected. But meanwhile, you're standing there like I was literally trying to get away from you, but you started moving from miles away. I one time had it with a woman who I swear to God must have been at least almost 80. Yeah. And I think you were with me when this happened. Mm-hmm. And she was way, way, way at the end of the the walkway. And I literally said to Jules, hey, babe, like we got to move on to the lawn so this lady can get by. Like before I could even finish the sentence, she was walking on the uneven lawn that's got like construction <laughs> going on it. Like, like a hill, half a hill. And she was panicked like legit looked terrified i felt horrible and was like oh my god like let me move for you but you can't even get close enough to them to move out of their way ain't nobody trusts anybody especially the old people right the next one is the move bitch bystander this is the one that i feel the most strongly about they don't give a flying fuck about COVID 19 they don't care about the pandemic they think that everybody's overreacting and the virus is a conspiracy and they basically walk with their elbows out and try to bowl you over while you're literally trying to get out of their way yeah they are unapologetic they don't even look back to see if you're okay and they will walk right in. they're literally playing chicken with the oncoming traffic because they're like i know my rights this is all fake and I'm just going to run you over. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely one of the ones to watch. The next one is, I'm sure we've seen this one too. Um, The like done up COVID realness experience. We got the masks. We got the gloves. We got the hat. We got the visor. We got the hazmat suit. They're basically in a hazmat suit. Maybe not the hazmat suit, but they're literally like done the F up because they're just terrified that they're going to touch something, smell something, feel something. Someone's going to walk past them and like make half a sneeze. Like these guys are ready for the apocalypse with their outfits. And they are on alert. They are very scared. I do feel for these people. Like I, you know what I mean? Like we're poking fun at them, but like, God, some of these people are so scared. And like, I get it. You have every right to be scared, but like, they're just out here with the most. Most. And sometimes it's like, it's like you said, they're done up to the nines, but then they're holding their cell phone. Yeah. And then they're, they're making calls and putting the cell phone to their face. And I'm like, (laughs) honey, honey, you bought a hazmat suit, a face mask, a visor, freaking goggles. And then you're sitting there putting your dutty glove on your phone and then pressing your phone to your face. Like, (laughs) what was the point of all of that effort? I know there's like the super, yeah, not, they got to think, those outfits through for sure and the last one which i is the get your moisture away from me jogger they are jogging they are not wearing a mask they are sweating and heavy mouth breathing like and they literally they're almost like in connection with the get the fuck out the way bystander because they don't care they're gonna bowl you over they're running right past you and you're like oh my God, their sweat's going to touch me. Their mouth breathing droplets are going to be in the air. Like we'll be walking and one of these joggers will literally almost run us over and Julian will look over and I'll have my eyes closed and be plugging my nose because I'm like, oh, I don't even know how long. I think it's like, 
how long is it that the drop anyways i'm not about to yeah i don't know the science behind it but basically yeah it hovers or whatever for a period of time a period of time anyways and you're just like oh no you're like please don't (laughs) let me get sick and then this one is just like touching his eyeballs every five seconds because he can't help himself okay i'm that bitch that as soon as i leave the house I have a runny nose, my eyes are itchy, and my face feels like I need to scratch it. Like, I legit feel like I am being Every run time. down by the worst allergies just because I know I shouldn't touch my face. And it's literally the hardest thing. And I'm a smoker, so trying to figure out what I've touched, should I touch my cigarette? Like, it's just a, ho- a whole heaping mess. So that is our neighborhood walks. What is going on in your neighborhood? What are you seeing? Are you going to play bingo with us? Are you going to start going on walks and tag us and let us know which ones you've seen, which ones you haven't? If not, tell us what your neighborhood is and what your neighborhood scorecard should be. I'm sure the ones that are like in the city core, like really, really downtown, we could do some funny ones because I've lived at Young and Wellesley and I've lived at Wellesley in Parliament. And let me tell you, those neighborhood walks, whole different process. Whole experience. Whole different experience. Um, But let us know. Let us know what you see or use our card and go on walks. Let's get fit. If you're listening and you're a fit couple, fuck you. I'm going to say it again, but like also secretly DM us and let us know where you get your inspiration from. And do you guys really have as such good sex as it looks like you do? Um, but outside of that, that's our neighborhood walk with Let's Robin Jr. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials as well Instagram at Boyfriends Who Banter, Twitter at Boys Who Banter, and you can check us out on YouTube and all podcasting channels, including Spotify and iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Ring that bell to get notifications on our new content. If there's anything that we said that got you excited, that you want to comment on, something that got you angry or made you more curious, make sure you DM us and comment or email us at boyfriendswhobanter at gmail.com. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.